Good evening, wherever Rabbi say. We are continuing along here now at the uh, towards the end of Perek Yud in Shara Chuvan, finishing up another couple of pages of hearing the words of wisdom from the Chavis Habavis on this concept and this mitzvah, the imperative of Chuva. And now, as he's been very strong with us over the last few pages, he keeps with that theme of imploring us to make sure we not waste time, don't push it off for another time, don't think that there's plenty of time still to do shuva. And he's imploring us that we have to see it from so many different ways. And last night we learned about this mushroom that he gave, that even if we see that we're worried that even a low-ranking official is upset at us or could punish us, uh, we may not stop at anything to make sure we get on his good side, lobby people, pay money for people to talk to that person, and even though we know what already could, what could he do already, and he's not so high-ranking, and all the more so if it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu who doesn't forget anything, and there's no trying to fool him, and there's no trying to bribe him, and there's no trying to get under the radar. And now here again, he gives us an interesting marshal. The Ilu Hoya Odom, Mazir if a person would come to town and he would call out to the people of this town, of this city, the Yoimran, he would say to the people, Bnei Adam, he says, ladies and gentlemen, he says, people, listen up. He would say, all of you people in this city, you have to be prepared to go to Alamabo. Why? Why? All of a sudden today? He says, yes. I'm telling you, all of you have to be prepared. Why? Because in this month, there's going to be somebody here, someone in this city, someone in this town is going to Elam is leaving this world. And I don't know who it is. So a person, imagine this image, a person comes to town, he goes around to all of the shuls, goes around different places, gatherings of people, and he says, you have to listen up. I know, I have word, I have this knowledge that someone here in this month is going to leave this world. But now at Rish Chedesh Tammuz, this evening begins Rish Chedesh Tammuz. They tell us in the Svarim that Tamus Tav Mem Vav Zayin stands for Zman Tshuva Mamash Mishin Uboin. When we already hear the sound of Reshchoidish Tamus, it's Zman Tshuva Mamash Mishin Uboin. The time for Tshuva, which is Elul and Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, is already starting to encroach upon us, already starting to approach quickly. Zaman of Tshuvas, that's already Tammuz, because Tammuz of, and then already is El. But imagine someone comes to town and says, this month of Tammuz, someone is not going to remain alive. Someone is going to leave. But I don't know who it is. And therefore, I beseech all of you to take heed and prepare yourself. Imagine that happens. Says the Chavis Hovis, Is it not logical? Is it not totally appropriate for every single one of these people listening to this talk, listening to this man 
giving his speech in town to be prepared, to be ready, that he may be the one. Meira out of fear, Shema Maybe he's the one. You know, if the person would come to town, he says, "Listen, everybody has to be ready, and you always have to be there with with your phone in hand because somebody is going to someone in this town. I don't know what is someone in this town is going to win a ten million dollar lottery. I don't know what it is, but you have to be ready to answer the phone when it comes in. I mean, wouldn't everybody do that for this? I mean, do I think? Come on, is it going to be me? But maybe, maybe for the chance of it, we wouldn't give up that chance. So here too, could be there's hundreds of people in this city, maybe thousands of people in the city. But he's saying somebody is not going to make it. This month, someone will leave this world. Is it not prudent for a person to prepare for this? You know, this week, we're going to learn about Kairach, the infamous Kairach. And it's hard to know who he was. Really, he was a great person. And in the future, once again, he will be known as a great person. But the Torah depicts to us what we have to take away from it. In our small personalities, in our smallness, not Kairah's greatness. But yet Kairah gathered 250 heads of the tribes. And each of them had only one chance. There was going to be one winner. And they were up against Aaron Akoyim. And yet everybody convinced himself he's going to be the one. 250 of great people convinced themselves He's going to be the one. Hashem is going to choose him. His fire pan offering is going to be accepted by Hashem. Not Aaron. Not How could he think that? He thought he was able to convince himself. So, shouldn't we see the same over here in this case? Shouldn't that be the reaction? A person comes to town and says, Ladies and gentlemen, Rabbi Isai, this is what's going to happen. I know it, but I don't know who it is. Wouldn't everybody take provisions? Says the Chavis of Avis, this is not only a marshal, but what actually what we know and we see is greater than this marshal that I'm giving. How could we not all be prepared to be ready to die? Meaning that we are preparing ourselves. We're not going to change everything in one night. Be ready, not even in one month to be perfect people. But at least we're going to start on the on the road to perfection. So he says, how could we not do that? We see that every month, there are many people who die every month. There's a whole multitude of people that leave this world, and we know about it. So interesting, even in his day, where the, the lines of communication were obviously very primitive. But yet, so that's the way in a month's time. You know how many people pass away in a month? Forget about that. We see it on a daily basis. We hear about it. We read about it. We see it. We know it. And even within our own close circles of friends, of family, neighbors, associates, we see, if you think about it, it's probably on an average of a month that people, not everybody makes it. And just this evening, I was home and I heard about a... Uh, a relative's relative, who Nebuch is in the hospital, not an old woman, had a little complication after a procedure, was back in the hospital. We never know. We never know. We hear all of these things. So says, Is it not understood, self-understood, that we should be afraid? Not afraid that we're 
we're paralyzed, that we can't do anything. We're frozen with fright, that we can't do anything. But we should be serious about it. Be afraid in terms of being able to conquer our being able to start doing the proper tshuva. Because we hear about it every month. We should think about our affairs, our provisions to take with us to the next world. What's going to be our future abode? Shouldn't we think about it? Before it's really necessary, is a person going to wait till Nebuch, he's lying in a hospital bed and then he's going to start doing tshuva? Now, Kovazavov is really coming from Chazal, is not trying to be morbid over here. He's trying to be realistic. And the the marshal that he gives, imagine a person comes to town and says this. So maybe then we could even give an excuse. Ah, that's what he's saying. What does he know? Maybe he doesn't know everything. Maybe he's trying to scare people. But he says, but we see it happening. We see it happening before our eyes, right? We know people in our community. We know people were not so old. And I'm I'm sure that's what it is, the the... The older we get, the more uh, in tuned we are to such statements, such ideas. That's just the way of life. And we take it more to heart. I remember once, I was when I was 40 years old, during the summertime, there was a, a, a younger man, a fine younger man, such a special person. I knew his family, and he... He was killed in a car accident in the in the summertime. Forty years old, so young. So it shook me up. I remember I went over to Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky, and I said, Rosh Hashiva, he was the same age as I was. Maybe I should write a tzavo. Maybe I should start writing already a, a tzavo, a will. Rosh Shmuel says, no, you don't have to do it yet. So I waited. I never went back to him. I should, I should, I should write it. But that's the idea when you see someone who's so close in age. When you see it happening, it stares you in the face. So that's what Chavis Avav is saying over here. That's the fact of life. That's the reality. We can't ignore it. We shouldn't ignore it. We shouldn't try to bury it under under the sand and not think about it. Like the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Avos Perik Beis. Shuv yoyimechon lefanei misos. Rebeleza told us Talmidim. He says, Talmidim, do tshuva one day before you die. So the Talmidim asked the obvious question, Rebbe, how do we know when we're going to die? That's one of the things we're not known. It's not privy to us. How do we know when we're going to tell they do tshuva one day before you die? If you tell me which day I'll die, then I'll do tshuva the day before, certainly. So Rabbi Lezer says, you're right. Shuv, do tshuva today. Shema Yomas Lamochum. Do tshuva today because you may die tomorrow. And the Mashkiach used to always say, he didn't say do tshuva today because you may die today. That's too much. That's too much for a person to even swallow. You know, you may not make it even today. That's so far removed from a person. A person is alive. He's breathing. He's talking. He's walking. He feels so secure in life. It, that Rebbe has a new wouldn't penetrate his Talmidim. But tomorrow already, who knows what tomorrow will bring tomorrow you have to go to sleep and then wake up and who knows what tomorrow will bring tomorrow is a new day who knows what tomorrow will bring so that's possible to think about but that's what he says do tshuva every day because maybe tomorrow will will be 
the last. V'nemon it says in Tkeheles bechol eis you begodechelavonim. At all times, your clothing should be clean. What does that mean? You know, you remember as a young boy, your mother told you, make sure you always have clean clothing. You never know who you'll meet. And this is really the advice of Shleim Melech. Make sure your clothing are clean. It doesn't mean our physical clothing. It means our neshama. Make sure our neshama is always in a cleansing process. Make sure it's always in the process of being cleaned because we never know when we're going to have to face our Creator. So he says here in the last last line, we'll end off here. You could really test this out. You can prove it with your seichel, with your intellect, and with your recognition. This truth, the veracity of this, what you see with your eyes. You don't even have to imagine it. You don't have to start conjuring up images. Mm, let me think about this person coming and saying, someone this month in this place will die. Maybe it will be me. You don't even have to do that. Just look around. More than what this person will say. And that will get a person to, to think truly and, and sincerely and seriously about life is that we just have to look around. And we say, look, who was, who was here at the beginning of Chaydash Sivan? And now we're Chaydash Tamas. And there are people who are not here anymore. In one month's time, Kavasavavas knew the marshal that he's giving. He doesn't say within a day or two. Within a day or two, there may be a lot of people who don't know anybody who died. But within a month's time, indeed, that's, that's a long enough time. That's a long enough time to know... That, that indeed there are people who were once here and no longer with us. So that's what the person said in the marshal, and the Chavazavava says that's really the reality of what we see in our, own, in our own lives. So this is an idea that we should take again. He's not trying to be morbid and get us depressed. He's trying to get us to be realistic, to use our time wisely. And with that, Habol Atayr, Messiah Noisei will help us do the necessary tshuva. A gute Nacht.